This fall, L.L. Bean wants to help you get outfitted for all that's out there with tips and advice for heading outdoors and exploring all the possibilities of the season. Here's a tip to help you stay comfortable when camping in cold weather. Before bed, boil some water, pour it into your water bottle, and stick it into the foot of your sleeping bag. The heat will radiate out, giving you toasty toes and a comfy night's sleep. For more fun ideas, easy how-tos, and inspiring stories, visit llbean.com guide. A stretch of desert land straddling California and Nevada sits 282 feet below sea level and boasts the hottest temperatures in North America. The record here is 135 degrees. It's a dry heat, people say, but honestly, once you top 110 degrees, it really doesn't matter. You will feel like you're on fire. It's called Death Valley for a reason. And yet people flock to this place in the dog days of summer even to experience this brutal heat, to feel Death Valley, even if just for a brief couple hours. We often think of visiting national parks as a visual experience, the scenery drawing us in, the spectacular sights where every moment presents yet another photo opportunity. And certainly this is true, even at Death Valley National Park. Don't believe people who tell you that the desert is barren and there's nothing to see there. Deserts are teeming with life. Every harshly sculpted desert landscape is a unique vista, a marvel of nature. But the conditions at Death Valley in the summertime remind us that the national parks can be experienced through senses other than sight. We primarily think of parks as something we see, but truly, if we're experiencing a place fully, we should engage all five senses sight, hearing, touch, smell, and taste. This episode of America's National Parks podcast is not a story, but rather a sensory journey. Here's Abigail. The name is misleading. Death Valley National Park is not a place of darkness, of fear, of ugliness, of death and decay. The sights of Death Valley are stunning. Death Valley, like so many other grand destinations, provides view after view of postcard-like vistas. It is easy to underestimate the splendor of this place that reaches from the desert floor to the apex of the Panamint Mountains, where jagged peaks give way to rolling waves of rock, where cactus share the ground with wildflowers, where a single park boasts trees and sand dunes and salt flats, where the wildlife ranges from coyotes to tiny pupfish. Each area of the park is like a painting. The colors so rich they may seem artificial. The early morning or early evening light creates a phenomenon called golden hour, casting a rich amber hue on the tawny hills of Artist's Drive. Touted as a geological rainbow, 
It's a winding road through rocks, hills, and canyons that provides an intimate view of the many colors of the palette that dapple the rocks in the park. Greens and pinks and yellows and rust layered atop the variations of brown from just barely beige to deep chocolate. Devil's Golf Course is a land of deception. Tiny peaks of what looks like snow or ice blanket the ground. It plays tricks on your mind, creating the illusion of a field of ice formations in a place as hot as it comes. But it's not ice at all. It's salt. The salt is everywhere here in Death Valley. There's no escaping it. It's on the ground, in the air, and in the limited supply of natural water in the park, giving many of the plants a bit of a dusty appearance. The salt in the groundwater comes up through the leaves of the desert holly, creating a look of miniature scales on the tiny mint-colored leaves. A close inspection confirms the features of this holly variety. The pointy, trademark-shaped leaves and tiny, teeny reddish berries but a considerable contrast to the deep green foliage and bold red berries of the larger hollies prevalent in America's northeast. As the sun starts to sink in the sky, hike into Badwater Basin. That lowest of low points below sea level take in the reflections from every viewpoint. The rich brown of the badlands across the park road to the white caps of the mountains in the distance. Salt formations flank the path. Little popcorn salt puffs. The popcorn puffs give way to a geometry of lacy segments. Salad plate size to serving platter size. Each pane edged in a thick raised rim of salt. The earth beneath your feet will dust your shoes with salt. Little by little, water appears on the ground, framed by boundaries of salt deposits, like the leaded separators of a stained glass window. Just a dampness infuses the ground at first, and then a small film in each pane, until the panes nearly fill to their salt-rimmed brims. And just beyond is the water, a large basin of water filling the valley, with what seemed like the entire mountain range reflected in it. The salty water stains your shoes, leaving behind a white film that will persist long after you leave the basin. Fuchsia and deep orange color the clouds and are reflected in the saltwater segments of the basin. A real-life mosaic. Nature's work of art. Of the most surprising sensory features of Death Valley is the sound of water running. Furnace Creek trickles along the roadside, the slurp, slurp, slurp of its gentle current audible from the road. Desert, water, desert, water. It seems counterintuitive, but there is water and it brings life to the desert in tangible, audible ways. Birds and other animals abound in this harsh landscape, and you may hear more than you actually see. 
the trademark warning of a rattlesnake lurking just out of sight. Fall asleep at night to the sound of the wind howling through the park and awake in the morning to the hoo, hoo, knock, knock, knock of the great horned owl and ladder-backed woodpecker. At first glance, a seemingly eternal stretch of silence, the desert makes its own music. The sense of touch is what propels many people to this park to experience the furnace-hot air in the summertime. But Death Valley provides so many tactile exposures, and you don't have to visit in the blistering heat of the summer to experience most. Run across the sweeping, rolling sand dunes with the warmth of the sand beneath your feet, between your toes, the individual grains embedding themselves beneath your toenails. Feel the wind in your face and perhaps the grit of sand in your eyes and in your teeth. Drive up the mountains and notice the steep drop in temperature. Snow caps these mountains and the refreshing breeze bites at your cheeks at higher elevation. Tease your mind as you touch the salt tufts in Devil's Golf Course when your brain is expecting it to feel cold like snow. Immerse yourself in the swimming pool at the oasis of Furnace Creek, fed by hot springs. Touch the rough face of the stone as you scramble through Golden Canyon. Dare yourself to touch a pointed spine of a cactus or the craggy bark of a Joshua tree. Take a deep breath. The plants of Death Valley perfume the air. The aromatic quality of juniper and pine, the herbaceous scent of sage as it floats on the breeze. It's a botanical delight, marred only by a whiff of horse manure if you're close to the stables by the Furnace Creek lodgings. But the geological nature of Death Valley brings its own unique smells. Some have described the Badwater Basin as having the odor of brine, of salt, or even of decay. We'll be back in a moment, but first, a quick break for a message from our favorite place to search for the best campground for your national park adventures, Campendium. Campendium lists virtually every campground in North America and every type of campsite you can imagine. From remote backcountry tent sites to RV parks with water slides and pickleball courts, you can search by price, including free or by cell service, elevation, whether pets are allowed. Dozens of different search filters will bring you detailed user reviews so you can find the best campsite for your trip. Campendium is free at campendium.com or on the app, and you can upgrade to a RoadPass Pro membership to unlock an ad-free experience with more detailed cell service reports, public land map overlays, trail maps, and more. A RoadPass Pro membership also includes other premium apps like Togo RV and Road Trippers. Visit Campendium.com or download the app today and save $10 off a RoadPass Pro membership with code RVMILES10X.
The ever-present taste of salt on your lips is pervasive. There's no escaping it. That saltiness your skin takes on after a dip in the ocean is duplicated here without ever getting wet. Just as the beach is salt water, Death Valley is salt air. It's on your clothes, your hair, your tongue. It is, at times, so overpowering, it seems like you will never be able to taste anything different again. But there are other tastes if you seek them out. For example, in the gift shop, somewhere between the t-shirts and the grab-and-go sandwiches, is a table laden with prickly pear products. Prickly pear cactus jelly, prickly pear syrup, prickly pear salsa, prickly pear chocolate bars, and coated pretzels. Prickly pear cactus does indeed grow in Death Valley National Park, and you can sample the taste inside the park, at the inn at Death Valley Dining Room, which also features other local flavors, such as dates and pomegranates grown in their garden at the park. Immerse yourself in Death Valley. Experience the big, bold sights, sounds, touches, smells, and tastes of this massive and varied park. Death Valley National Park is located in the Mojave Desert. It lies mostly in Southern California and crosses into Nevada. It's a four-hour drive from Los Angeles and two and a half hours from Las Vegas. At over three million acres, it's the largest national park outside of Alaska. The park's open daily, year-round, and contains lodgings, campgrounds, and restaurants. But note that summer monsoons this year resulted in a once-in-a-thousand-years flood, which washed away roads and cars, leaving a trail of destruction in its wake. As of September, two entrances to the park remain closed, Daylight Pass and Town Pass. Many roads within the park also remain closed due to debris and pavement loss, and there are no longer any through roads connecting the eastern portion of the park to the west. Some popular sites, such as Devil's Golf Course, are no longer available. Be sure to check the park website for updated information on road closures. The landscape varies from the starkness of desert and salt flats to boulders and snow-capped mountains. In late winter and early spring, wildflowers dot the landscape. About once a decade, a super bloom will carpet the park with color. Each area of the park offers a distinct set of experiences, so be sure to plan enough time on your trip. Some of the highlights include Zabriskie Point, which overlooks Badlands and Salt Flats, Mesquite Sand Dunes, a great place to watch the sunrise, the Salt Flats of Badwater Basin, the colors of Artist Drive, the jagged beauty of a hike through Golden Canyon, and the panoramic vista of Dante's View. The park contains some historic areas as well, such as the Harmony Borax Works, a former site of borax processing, and the Wild Rose Kilns that were used to produce charcoal. Death Valley also contains a vast amount of wilderness and some off-road areas. The desert boasts a great deal of biodiversity, and Death Valley is no exception. The park contains a plethora of wildlife, from mammals such as bighorn sheep and desert hare, to butterflies, reptiles, and amphibians, hundreds of varieties of birds, and even fish. 
Over 1,000 species of plants can be found in Death Valley, including cacti, trees, bushes, and wildflowers. Famous as the hottest place on Earth, Death Valley actually experiences a wide range of temperatures consistent with a desert climate, with winter lows falling below freezing. Be prepared if you visit in the summer. This is not a time for hiking, and the park can become dangerous in the extreme heat. Winter and spring bring pleasant weather, and if you've not got your heart set on experiencing the fire heat of a Death Valley summer, it can be the best time to visit the park. Regardless of when you visit, be sure to familiarize yourself with safety guidelines and carry sufficient water when you hike. Death Valley is large and varied enough to fill an entire week-long vacation or more, but it can also be paired with other parks. Consider a desert trifecta of Death Valley, Joshua Tree, and the Mojave National Preserve. Big Morongo Canyon Preserve, administered by the Bureau of Land Management rather than the National Park Service, is just outside Joshua Tree and is a renowned birding site. An alternate itinerary could take a different approach rather than a singular focus on the desert by including Kings Canyon and Sequoia National Parks with Death Valley for the contrast of desert and forest. This episode of America's National Parks was written by Lauren Eisenberg Davis and narrated by Abigail Treview. Peter Shen is the editor of this episode, and I'm your host, Jason Epperson. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving us a rating and a review. And if you're new here, make sure to subscribe to the podcast to get new episodes delivered to your feed. If you're looking for photos and tips about visiting national parks, check out our America's National Parks Facebook group. And if you're interested in RV travel, we hope you'll also check out our RV Miles podcast and YouTube channel. Today's show was sponsored by L.L. Bean. Follow the hashtag BeAnOutsider and visit LLBean.com to find great gear for exploring the national parks. And by Campendium. Find listings and reviews for thousands of campsites for your next national park adventure at Campendium.com. America's National Parks is a production of Lotus Media and the RV Miles Podcast Network.